Building a portfolio with Fidelity Basket Portfolios is kind of like making a sandwich. It's as simple as picking your stocks and ETFs, sort of like your meats and other topics, and managing it as one big, juicy investment. Mmm, now that's pretty good. Learn more at fidelity.com slash baskets. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSC SIPC. Hi, everybody. Good Tuesday morning. Millions of Americans on the move. Indeed, but things could get a little messy. It is November 21st. Good morning. This is Today. Holiday headache. A major storm system arrives just in time for the Thanksgiving rush. It was basically here sleep waiting for the plane. Heavy rain, wind, even snow impacting the busiest travel week of the year. And Al is tracking all of it. Closing in, Israel and Hamas on the brink of a potential deal for hostages and a temporary ceasefire. Dozens of women and children taken by Hamas reportedly set to be released. We are live in the region with the very latest. Breaking overnight, gunfire erupts inside an Ohio Walmart just as the holiday shopping season gets underway. At least four people hurt in the attack. What police are saying about the shooting? Splashdown, a military plane overshoots the runway and ends up in the water off Hawaii. Miraculously, everybody on board survives. How they were able to escape without injury. Those stories plus AI chaos, the industry shaken after one of the leaders of the artificial intelligence revolution is forced out of his own company. Almonds the Zuckerberg to social media, Musk to electric vehicles, he's the golden child. Now, hundreds of tech employees are threatening to quit. What's behind the decision that is rocking Silicon Valley? And Super Bowl rematch. The Eagles and the Chiefs go down to the wire again. As Philadelphia gets revenge, Kansas City's most famous fan returns to the stage in Rio. While Travis Kelsey shares new details about his love story with Taylor Swift, what he's saying today, Tuesday, November 21st, 2023. From NBC News, this is Today with Savannah Guthrie and Hoda Kotb. Live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza. Well, good morning. Welcome to Today. We're so happy you are joining us on this Tuesday morning. Worked out very well for the Eagles, didn't it? It most certainly <laughs> yeah. did. Uh, I'm glad we have to talk about the game before yeah. we talk about Travis and Taylor, right? Yeah. But, I mean, came right down to the wire. Mm. A little tough in the early going. But, yes, Eagles fans very happy in this Super Bowl Rematch and perhaps preview. Yes, and we will get back to the Travis Kelsey business in a little bit. All right, but we do want to get started with a very busy Thanksgiving getaway. That severe weather, it's already impacting travel. A major storm making its way across the country after spawning a series of tornadoes along the Gulf Coast overnight. Well, that system's now on the move. It's headed east just as millions are hitting the roads and the skies. Got a live look this morning. We're about to show you I-4 in Orlando. There it is. One of the most popular destinations this week, Orlando, Florida. 49 million people are driving this Thanksgiving, and many of them will get started today. Got it all covered for you this morning, including Al's forecast and the director of the CDC amid new fears of a rise in respiratory illnesses this holiday season. But let's begin with NBC's Maggie Vespa. She's in Chicago at O'Hare Airport. Hey, Maggie, good morning. 
Hey, Hoda, good morning. Yeah, you can see a busy O'Hare Airport already this morning. And as far as the weather's impact on travel, it so far appears to be minimal, which is good news. FlightAware showing just a few hundred delays nationwide and fewer than 100 cancellation, uh, cancellations. That said, that those numbers could easily go up throughout the day as those severe storms that have been wreaking havoc down south start moving east throughout the day. Officials are begging travelers who are driving and who are flying to have a backup plan and allow extra time, knowing how easy Easily, severe weather can throw a paralyzing wrench into holiday travel. This morning, with the Thanksgiving travel rush ramping up, Mother Nature is impacting holiday plants with bad weather nationwide. A string of tornadoes hitting the Gulf Coast overnight. In central Louisiana, a twister spawning half-dollar-sized hail, while three people had to be rescued from a home destroyed by severe weather. South of Jackson, Mississippi, strong winds and drenching rain pummeled a highway, making driving dangerous. That weather system now heading up the East Coast, New York City already issuing a travel warning, expecting wet and windy conditions in the Big Apple over the next 48 hours. For many, the timing couldn't be worse as they try to get home for the holiday. We got here three hours early. We was basically here asleep waiting for the plane. With the FAA expecting 2.6 million people to fly every day this week. Well, demand is growing. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg telling NBC's Tom Costello storms could throw a major wrench into an already stressed system. We are seeing some weather systems that could play a role in affect flights. So it's going to be especially important to build a little bit of cushion into your plans. The same advice applies on the roads, with gas prices down almost 40 cents from a year ago. More than 49 million Americans are expected to drive for Thanksgiving, including friends Catherine and Jordan traveling an hour outside Chicago to see family. So you're making the drive Wednesday night. Do you expect the roads to be busy? I do, um, especially because I'm going on 55 and typically that traffic is just bad all of the time. Would you ever chance it and drive on Thanksgiving? Honestly, maybe, because it might be less busy. Triple A says she may be correct. Actually, peak travel days are today and tomorrow, with Sunday slated to be the busiest of all. And that being said, officials obviously have tips for those traveling in severe weather. If you're flying, they say check whether your airline has what they call a weather waiver, allowing you to navigate, maybe move your flight around the storm. If you're driving, try to time your route around the storm and possibly have an alternate route. And then for both, they say also check other means of transportation, including buses and trains to have a plan B in case your plan A falls through. All Hold right. up. Maggie Vest before us there in Chicago. Maggie, thank you. All right, let's bring in Alice, keeping a close watch on all of this. What you got? Good morning, guys. And Hoda, for you, New Orleans, take a look. Kind of, kind of, the, the system has moved through there, but they've got a lot of fog. That's a Crescent, Crescent City Bridge. Yeah. Right that's there. Crescent so, City Bridge. Uh, so let's show you where that system is right now moving in. You can see snow back behind Chicago, an icy mix, heavy showers and thunderstorms stretching all the way down to Mobile, Alabama, panhandle of Florida. And as we move down there, we do have a risk of severe storms, tornadoes likely from Montgomery near Albany. We're looking at Mobile, Alabama, with the possibility of some severe weather. So today, heavy rain and wind moving toward the east coast with snow, interior sections of the northeast, icy conditions as well. Airport delays in New York, Philly, really impacted D.C., Raleigh, all the way down to Atlanta, Chicago, and Detroit. Big hubs. If you're going to be driving, I-95, I-80, I-40, all going to be messy. We move into tomorrow. The system gets out of here by tomorrow afternoon. 
afternoon and evening, but gusty winds back behind it. And those winds are going to impact New York and Boston. Some slight delays stretching all the way down to Charleston on the roads. It's going to be wet from Albany down to Philadelphia, Washington, D.C. Rainfall amounts could be a problem upwards of two inches or more from Charlotte to New York. Icy conditions. Look at this. The Appalachians all the way into central Pennsylvania, upstate New York. We've got anywhere from a, a tenth of an inch to one hundredth of an inch of ice. And that could be very dangerous and heavy snow as you get up into New England along I-95. Some places in Maine could see upwards of ten, eight to ten inches of snow, but also snow interior sections of New England as well, guys. So a real mess. And then a little bit later, we're going to take a look at the weekend for people trying to get home. Okay. All right, Al. Lots on your plate. Thank you. We'll get the full forecast in a moment. Yes. Meantime, as millions get ready to gather for the holiday, health officials are urging people to take some extra precautions. That's because the CDC estimates there have already been up to 1.6 million flu cases. RSV infections are also on the rise, especially impacting kids under the age of four. And COVID-19 is still a concern for a lot of families, but only about 15% of adults have received that updated shot. So let's break it down and see what it all means how we can protect ourselves and our loved ones is the CDC's new director, Dr. Mandy Cohen. Dr. Cohen, so happy that you're here with us today. As we said, tons of people are on the road. People are going to be gathering. Not many people have gotten the flu shot or the COVID shot. How concerned are you about these uh, holiday gatherings? Well, look, we love to gather during Mm -hmm. the holidays. And first, it's wonderful to be here with both Mm -hmm. of you. So fun. Um, But as we get into the holidays, we need to protect each other. And yes, too few people have gotten the vaccine so far. And I know folks are over COVID mm-hmm. and they want to leave it in the rear view mirror, but it's here with us. Um, so the three reasons to get vaccinated. One, the virus has changed. Mm-hmm. So you want the most updated protection you can get. Second, if you had COVID before or you've had been vaccinated, that protection has decreased over time. So you want the boosted up protection. And third, people are still getting long COVID, right? The long symptoms from from that virus, even if you get a mild case. So all three reasons. We don't want to be sick, but we certainly don't want to be sick for a long Mm -hmm. time. So getting vaccinated is still really the most important way you can protect yourself and your family. Mm -hmm. It was hard to get the COVID vaccine in the early going, this Mm -hmm. more updated one. Do you feel like all those wrinkles have been kind of ironed out and it's pretty accessible now? Yeah. So moving out of the emergency, the federal government wasn't purchasing and distributing. The private sector was doing it. They did have some hiccups right at the beginning, but that's all really been ironed out. Plenty of plenty of supply a vaccine for COVID and flu. Um, get your appointment now. It's never too late to get vaccinated. I know folks are saying, oh, it's already in the middle of season. No, it's actually just starting right now. So plenty of time to get vaccinated. Yeah, the number of people who have the flu seems pretty high. Do you think this is all because we had been isolated for so much? Because now I feel like people have had these long coughs for months that's been going on and on. There are a lot of bugs that are circulating, viruses and bacteria, but we have ways to protect ourselves. Vaccine is one, but also if you get sick over this holiday season, make sure you're getting tested because testing allows you to know what you have so you can get treatment. We have treatment for flu and for COVID, and that treatment could save your life. You can get four free tests, COVID tests Mm -hmm. at covidtest.gov. Right now, we actually just yesterday said you can get four free new ones. Mm -hmm. So get your tests, take them with you if you travel so you know if you're getting sick. Dr. Cohen, you're the new sheriff in town, the new Mm -hmm. head of the CDC. And I don't have to tell you, there have been some questions about trust in the agency Mm -hmm. in the wake of the pandemic. Public surveys will show you that uh, that the CDC is held in not not low regard, but the trust is not there as it used to be. What are you doing to turn it around? Yeah, so I'm about six months into the job 
job. We're focused on transparency, where I think that's important to build trust, communicating faster, more simply, um, making sure we're focused on, on giving folks simple ways to protect themselves, certainly building relationships. And I personally have been traveling all around the country um, so that folks can hear from me directly. So I'm not just a CDC director, I'm a mom. Mm-hmm. I have two daughters who are nine and 11, mm-hmm. and I want them to know what I did for my own daughters. And I got both of them the updated COVID vaccine and the flu shot because mm-hmm. I wanted them to be protected. Same with myself. I got myself vaccinated. My mm-hmm. parents, I wouldn't recommend something for the American people I wouldn't do for my own mm-hmm. family. Um, and I want them to hear from, from me directly. So I've been all over the country sharing that message. Well, Dr. Cohen, we wish you the best of luck. Thank, Thank you for you coming so to see us. Thank you so it. much. Thanks for having Thanks. me. We move now to that possible breakthrough in the Middle East, Israel and Hamas nearing an agreement that would include the release of some of the hostages taken by Hamas in the terror attack last month. NBC's chief international correspondent Keir Simmons is in Tel Aviv this morning, has the latest on this developing story. Keir, good morning. Savannah, good morning to you. And a senior U.S. official and a source familiar with the talks in the region tell NBC News this morning that a tentative deal has been reached to release those Hamas-held hostages and that it could come, it could be announced as early as today. Benjamin Netanyahu, the Israeli prime minister, saying today, I hope there'll be good news soon. While the Qataris who have mediated that to those talks say negotiations have reached a critical and final stage. This morning, a breakthrough in the hostage negotiations is closer than it's ever been, U.S. officials say. Multiple news reports quoting Hamas and Israeli officials are this morning outlining a possible deal. A multi-day ceasefire with at least 50 Israeli and international hostages freed in waves, with more to follow. And Palestinians detained in Israel, women and children released in exchange. After a late-night meeting with Israel's Prime Minister and War Cabinet, the families of hostages emerging frustrated without news. There was no new information given. They can't give any new information because this is, you know, it might jeopardize any effort that they're doing. This morning, Hamas saying it's close to reaching a truce agreement, but Israel not commenting. Inside Gaza, children evacuated to a hospital in the south overnight from a hospital in the north surrounded by fighting and Israeli tanks. Large numbers of patients and doctors remain trapped amid a still rising death toll in Gaza. We met Saif O'Day, who was working in Israel on October 7th and is unable to get back to Gaza. Ten days ago, he lost contact with his wife and three daughters, Celine, three, Sarah, seven, and Suhar, eight. He's terrified they won't survive. Two of my daughters witnessed two wars. This is the second war while they're still children, he cries. The White House urging Israeli caution in Gaza, but again echoing its support for Israel's government when asked about protesters using the term genocide. Israel's trying to defend itself against a genocidal terrorist threat. So when we're going to start, if we're going to start using that word, fine, let's use it appropriately. And back to those hostage talks, Savannah. In three hours' time, we expect a meeting of the Israeli government, a vote, and then an announcement. Announcement of a release of hostages around Thanksgiving. Well, that would be a happy moment, Savannah. It would indeed. Kara, thank you. Keep us posted. 15 minutes past the hour. Craig is here talking about a shooting at yeah. a Walmart. Hoda Savannah, good mm-hmm. morning. Good morning to you as well. That gunfire erupted inside a Walmart store in Beaver Creek, Ohio. And it happened just as we're about to enter the 
Busy holiday shopping season. NBC Stephanie Gosk is here with some breaking details on that shooting. Steph, good morning. Hey, Craig, good morning. What should have been a quiet, typical night at the store ended in tragedy for shoppers in Ohio. Police say four victims were injured in this attack before the gunman took his own life. This morning, just days before the Thanksgiving holiday, terrifying moments for shoppers at a Walmart in a suburban Ohio neighborhood where police say a gunman opened fire Monday, injuring four people before turning the gun on himself. One shopper speaking from the parking lot. I was literally just shopping for Thanksgiving stuff and this guy walked right past me with an assault rifle and he started shooting. Authorities say a male shooter entered the Walmart in Beaver Creek, Ohio, and began firing. It appears as though he's died from a self-inflicted gunshot wound. There were no rounds or return fire offered by, I'm sorry, fired by officers. Police say they do not know if the shooting was targeted or random. We have no motive yet, no no information on um, uh, what he may have been thinking. Nearby college students witnessed the scene. I come here all the time. We live at Wright State University five minutes from here, and um, we saw a bunch of cop cars. It could have happened to us, like, if they decided to go to our campus instead of here. So that's just, it's really scary. Shoppers inside the store ahead of the Thanksgiving rush, reliving the terror. If you guys know anybody, visit Beaver Creek Walmart right now. Call and check on your people. I'm so lucky to be alive. <laughs> they literally walked right past me. <laughs> Police have yet to release any updates on the victims' conditions, but confirmed they were transported to area hospitals for treatment. Walmart also released a statement saying they are heartbroken by what's happened. Stephanie, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. A U.S. Navy plane overshot a runway at a military base in Hawaii yesterday. It wound up in the ocean. It happened off the east coast of Oahu. All nine people on the plane safely evacuated. Nobody was hurt there. The crew was conducting routine training at the time of the incident. Investigators are still trying to figure out how that plane ended up in the water. Mm. All right, let's get another check of Al. He's got the national forecast. We do. It's the eastern third of the country where we got all the problems. Heavy rain, snow, severe storms down into the Gulf. But you get to the west and things looking good. Plenty of sunshine in the mid plains all the way up into the upper Great Lakes. We're looking at the mild conditions in the Rockies. It is going to be a little breezy in Southern California. Santa Ana winds uh, kicking up, but for the most part, looking pretty nice out there. And that is your latest weather, guys. Mr. Roker, thank you. Mm-hmm. Guys, coming up, you've been waiting for it. Oh, New yes. details about Taylor and Travis, the football star, opening up about their relationship in a big old newspaper spread. Mm-hmm. Emily Aketa on the story. Hi, yeah, guys. absolutely. Good morning to you. Both Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, by the way, taking center stage in their own way last night as we learn more about how their budding romance began. Coming up, all of the head-turning moments. Stay with us. All right, Em, thank you. Plus, a day in the life of a plane. Our Tom Costello logged some serious frequent flyer miles to find out what it takes to get us from point A to point B. But first, this is Today on NBC. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash today just go to indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about indeed on this podcast indeed.com slash today conditions apply need to hire you need indeed mm. back now seven thirty, tuesday november 21st almost that time to pick out this year's Christmas tree. The first family, as you can see right there, already has theirs. Mm-hmm. The White House Christmas tree arrived yesterday from Fleetwood, North Carolina. By the way, we have a pretty good tree, too. Yeah, I'd say I mean, so. I mean, it's not a contest, but there's the but 30 Rock tree. Ours is better. Not too slouchy. And next Wednesday, we're going to flip the switch when we celebrate Christmas in Rockefeller Center. Great music, great way to usher in the season. And a great crowd outside. Look at that. There's one sign that's caught our eye there. It says, my boss doesn't know I'm here. <laughs> a snowman. No, he's a, a snowman. snowman. <laughs> he's like, yeah, exactly. he's got snowman things to do. Uh, uh, good morning, everybody. Nice to have a Thanksgiving week upon us. Lots to get to and we're going to start with new details about taylor swift and travis kelsey because why not the football star opening up in a new interview with the wall street journal before taking the field last night on a monday night football game in a super bowl rematch against big brother jason this time though it was the eagles that came out on top over the chiefs but nbc's emily Aketa was covering Another part of the game last night. Yes, absolutely. You know, we've all gotten so familiar with seeing Taylor Swift cheering on Travis Kelsey at his games. But last night, the superstar was more than 5,000 miles away performing a rescheduled show in Brazil as we're learning much more about how their budding romance became a reality. Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey scored a pivotal touchdown in last night's game. But Kansas City fell short after the Philadelphia Eagles rallied for a Monday night victory. The loss giving big brother Jason his first ever NFL win over Travis in a rematch of last year's Super Bowl showdown. While the Kelsey brothers' beloved Mama Kelsey was in attendance, notably absent in the stands, Travis's main squeeze, Taylor Swift, who was performing a rescheduled show in Rio de Janeiro. Swift still devastated after a fan collapsed in sweltering heat at her concert Friday and died. The Brazilian event organizer distributing free water at last night's show. Hey, Travis. Hey, Taylor. And this morning, fans getting new insight into Swift's love story with Kelsey. Who spoke to the Wall Street Journal, calling her hilarious and a genius. I've never been a man of words. Being around her, seeing how smart Taylor is, has been mind-blowing. I'm learning every day. He says they share compatible worldviews and family values. His mom, Donna, also chiming in, addressing her comments about Taylor last month with Savannah and Hoda. What was she like? What was it? I mean, so you got to know her a little bit. Got to sit with a couple games. How was it? It was okay. (laughs) Donna apparently was trying not to sound too enthusiastic, but came off underwhelmed. Mama Kelsey now clarifying, he's happier than I've seen him in a long time. God bless him. He shot for the stars. 
<laughs> and overnight, the Eagles having some fun. Take a look at this. Posting this friendship bracelet after their win with the caption, wow. in our winning era. Wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I Eagles social media is having a good time. Their marketing Let's team just, was ready for yes, this. Yes, yes, they were. Okay, in the new interview, he also, uh, Travis, kind of shed light on how they met in the first place. Yeah, yeah. So he told the Wall Street Journal that he believes he got an assist from someone in Taylor Swift's corner that knew of him. So she was performing at Arrowhead Stadium. She used their uh, lock room as the dressing room and some of her younger uh, cousins apparently are fans taking pictures in front of his locker so that may have influenced the situation oh. put, put him on her radar yeah. okay. that's cute okay. yeah. cool. thanks Emily yeah. thanks. if she had been there last night the Chiefs win that game <laughs> just FYI I don't know as an Eagles fan I'm, I'm going to stay out of it oh. <laughs> alright coming up in Pop Start, we spy some big movie news what we're learning about the possible return of Jason Bourne in a new movie. But first, a very different kind of holiday travel story this morning brought to us by Tom Costello. Hey, Tom. Hey there. You know, we were wondering this. What is it like for a plane? The day in the life of a plane. So we boarded very early. We rode it all day. One plane all day. Crews came and went. And we kind of got a feel for what what happens in the day in the life of a plane. And we're going to bring you that when we come back as well. We are back with In-Depth Today and a a bit of a unique look at the Thanksgiving travel rush. Yeah, a record 30 million people expected to fly this season. And NBC's Tom Costello wondered, what does a day in the life of a plane look like? (laughs) So here's what Tom and his crew did. They started very early. They ended very late. He's at Reagan National this morning. Tom, how was the day? Uh, Very, very long. We started uh, at about 4.30 in the morning in Baltimore. We went all day until almost midnight in Miami. One plane. Listen, American Airlines has 1,500 planes. They fly 6,000 flights a day. Crews come and go, but we stayed on board all day. Good morning. morning. 5 a.m. in Baltimore. And American Airlines first officer, Jared Ziobro, is prepping the flight deck. Every flight we're out here testing, making sure every system works properly. Flight crews will come and go, but planes get very little downtime. Group two customers are welcome to board. This plane came in last night at 11 o'clock, spent the night in Baltimore, and it's got a very long day ahead. Biggest priority is just being ready for our passengers and staying in the pleasant mood. It's still dark as flight 1403 pushes back from the gate, then lifts off the runway just as dawn breaks. Thousands of flying miles lie ahead. Baltimore Washington Airport to Dallas-Fort Worth, then DFW to Miami, Miami to New York LaGuardia, and returning back to Miami before the day is done. John Krikorian and John Urso beating the rush to Hawaii. There's a lot of people moving around. Uh, There's a lot of stress. Three hours later, we touched down early in Dallas. Like clockwork, passengers deplane, the crew moves to another flight. And with the clock ticking, baggage handlers start loading up for the next flight. A typical narrow-body plane holds about 280 pieces of luggage. They've got 45 minutes on a domestic flight to turn it before it has to go back out again. With planes flying full this week, American's chief operating officer says there's a constantly evolving backup plan for every flight and airport should weather-related delays start to ripple across the system. 
but put a lot of energy, a lot of technology, a lot of uh, things in place to make sure that we can manage the unexpected. 10.25 a.m., we're off to Miami. While passengers work, watch, and rest in the back, the crew encounters heavy rain in Florida. We land 11 minutes late. The cleaning staff, then catering, quickly move in. Next stop, New York with a full flight. Every day, American goes through a million cans of soda, half a million cookies, and 350,000 bags of pretzels. The sun has already set as we land in New York, then reboard for the flight back to Miami. The boarding process is very hectic just because of luggage, everyone wants to bring gifts. Alessandro Tomas plans to work from her parents' home over Thanksgiving. I don't like to call it a vacation because I will be working from my childhood bedroom. But first, Miami is socked in with more rain. It's like a, a whole weather system right there. Our plane is able to land and in a long day, five stops, 4,500 miles, and it all starts again tomorrow. Okay, Jeez. we're never complaining no. anymore no. if our flight is a few minutes late, like you get what it goes through. I mean, yeah. Tom, with all these planes running almost nonstop, especially during the holidays, how does this impact the maintenance checks? So a typical plane like that out there, a 737, for example, it goes through a maintenance every 60 hours of flight time. So checking the oil, checking the tires, checking the logbook. And then at a 90 hour and a 150 hour uh, stop, they also do those checks. So 60, 90, and then 150 hours. And then at 900 flight hours, they do a big, big maintenance check. They take it in overnight. Multiple teams of, uh, of engineers and mechanics go over the plane, going through every piece of the plane. So it's a constant, constant watch on, on these planes to make sure everything is running just as, they, as it should. Wow. That was fascinating, Tom. What a unique perspective. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Tom. Well, Tom. Thank you, Tom. And the speed with which all those folks yes. have, to, have to move. Yeah. The oh, yeah. And the catering crews. And getting and the luggage, luggage off and guys. On. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right, Mr. Roker, let's get to check your holiday forecast. And bonus, Tom got those extra miles. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty uh, doggone good. He's probably got concierge key. Anyway, for today, uh, let's take a look at your weekend as you travel back home. You've gotten where you're going to go. Now let's get you started. Sunny and chilly on Friday for the east. Some showers developing down in Florida. The midsection country looks great on Friday. Widespread snow showers and snowfall through the Rockies. Now we move into Saturday. Some snow in northern New England, but for the most part, fairly dry the eastern half of the country snowy and cold around the rockies look for plenty of sunshine along the west coast busiest travel day yet is going to be on sunday light snow around the great lakes some gulf coast storms down through the, the, the new orleans on into louisiana parts of the panhandle below average highs out west but again shouldn't be any major weather delays maybe a couple of delays here and there but all in all after we see what tom has talked about it's amazing we get anywhere <laughs> And that's your latest weather, guys. All right, Al. Thank you. Coming up ahead of Small Business Saturday, we've brought Main Street to our plaza. We're so excited to highlight a group of small businesses and meet the entrepreneurs who run them. Coming up on Popstart, we found out that Adam Sandler will literally give you the shirt off his back. We're going to tell you the story about how he helped a student nail dress like Adam Sandler Day, which apparently is a thing. Oh, wow. And he did it for me. You can live out your MasterChef dream when you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Visit Angie.com. You can do this when you Angie that.